Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to explain how climate change boosted Kinder Morgan's profits. In February, Texas was hit by a rare cold snap. It led to widespread power outages as the state's power grid failed to meet demand. There's been lots of discussion about how much renewables were to blame because windmill power collapsed just when it was needed. In fact, all sources of power, including natural gas and even nuclear, produced less than was needed. But natural gas was still the only source of power that increased at that time, even though it couldn't make up for all the other lost sources of electricity across the state. The power outages caused big winners and losers. The unregulated nature of the Texas power grid left some customers paying enormous prices for electricity. Companies that were well positioned were able to profit. One of those was Kinder Morgan, who reported earnings last week. They estimate that the unexpected cold snap netted them a billion dollars in one-off gains. Let CEO Steve Keane explain why. Market volatility, like we experienced that week, reveals the value of reliable pipeline and storage assets and a reliable operations team. It reveals the value of having gas in storage and previous purchase arrangements in place. Pipelines are a stable business for the most part, but there is an element of optionality that is part of the business model, which means that occasionally markets move to create opportunities. Natural gas prices moved sharply higher. With supply and demand conditions causing prices to go up by more than 100 times, we were able to perform well financially as well as operationally, which during that week at the Houston Ship Channel ranged from $180 at an MBTU to $400 versus $3 earlier in the same month. It's amazing to look back at this. Natural gas prices increased by a hundredfold. And if you happen to have some natural gas in storage, which Kinder Morgan did, it created a brief opportunity to cash in. Although it was a one-off gain, the extra billion dollars will still allow Kinder Morgan to reduce its leverage by a little more. You could even think of this $1 billion as a profit boost from climate change. Because if global warming is responsible for unusual weather conditions like the cold snap that hit Texas, then here's one example of a company making money from it. Last week, President Biden announced a U.S. goal to bring CO2 emissions down to half their 2005 level by 2030. It'll be challenging to get the legislation passed as well as to develop the technology and increase the scale and resilience of our power grid. One important element will be CO2 capture, which means capturing the carbon dioxide before it enters the atmosphere and storing it permanently underground. There are plenty of activities, such as the production of steel and cement, that really can't be done without generating emissions. Here's President Biden on carbon capture. I see auto workers building the next generation of electric vehicles and electricians installing nationwide for 500,000 charging stations along our highways. I see the engineers and the construction workers 
building new carbon capture and green hydrogen plants to forge cleaner steel and cement and produce clean power. Power. You'll have to forgive him stumbling over his words a bit here. The rest of his speech at the Climate Leaders Summit last week was more articulate. But the point is that he's not telling us that the whole world can run on solar panels and windmills, which is a refreshing departure from the religious zealots who support the Green New Deal. CO2 sequestration, which means burying carbon dioxide underground, is already going on in America. It's mostly done to force extra crude oil out of mature wells, so doesn't necessarily align with the spirit of the energy transition, although it is eligible for tax credits of up to $50 a ton. Kinder Morgan has a business that pumps CO2 underground to produce oil. Some of the infrastructure in this business can be used to bury the CO2 without bringing up oil, if that's what the market wants. Here's Kinder Morgan CEO, Steve Keen on CO2 sequestration. But we do believe that part of the answer here to where the administration wants to go is going to be carbon capture and sequestration. We sequester carbon today, as you know, uh, and um, uh, and uh, we're looking at the capture uh, part of that opportunity, and we've got uh, the biggest network of uh, CO2 uh, pipelines uh, in, in the country, and so we're in a good position for that. The energy transition will be with us one way or another for the rest of our lives. A benefit of having a Democrat in the White House is that he now owns the issue and can't follow the policies demanded by some of the religious zealots that infect the progressive wing of the Democrat Party. There's much to disagree with on Biden's objectives, but since he has to keep the lights on, he has to be pragmatic and avoid solutions that would wreck the economy in the process. Carbon capture is an example of a practical solution to CO2 emissions. It'll be interesting to see how all this plays out. Last week, Brazil's President Bolsonaro offered to limit deforestation of the Amazon rainforest in exchange for a billion dollars. It does highlight a big disconnect in that America is better situated than most countries to deal with the effects of climate change. And we're doing this in part to help poorer countries like Brazil. There's going to be a limit on how much Americans will spend to help poorer countries, especially when they ask us to pay them to do something that we think is in their interests, like not destroying the Amazon rainforest. Expect more examples like this as the U.S. presses ahead. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Laff.